I'm Richard Fox. Welcome to Messages of Hope. I had this happy life one day and the next day it had all fallen to bits. I just completely shattered. Where do you go when your dreams are shattered? How do you grieve? Where do you find hope? I've lost this little child and no one seems to care. Our guest today is Deborah Robertson. Stay with us as Andy Voigt brings us Deborah's journey from broken dreams to hope. But first we'll hear Deborah singing one of her own songs. Don't you worry Don't you cry Hear my story A lullaby Of love and redemption Hope and faith Lamb who was gentle But came to save Jesus can heal your life Jesus can heal your life Don't you That was Jesus Can Heal Your Life, written and performed by our guest today, Deborah Robertson. Singing has been important throughout your life. How did that come about? From Definitely from my mum. She was a, a piano teacher. She was really soft, very soft person. Dad would go away for like months on hand. He was always away. So mum would be left with me and my two brothers and we were just unmanageable. We wouldn't go to bed, but she would play boogie-woogie all night to try and exhaust us, I think. She loved Elvis Presley, uh, Janis Joplin, the Beatles, everyone. And I would just soak it up like a sponge. Well, I really loved the old musicals. So Saturday nights with Bill Collins, you know, I'd watch them with mum. Sounds like you enjoyed being with your mum. Yeah. But things changed pretty drastically when you started a new school in grade five. Yeah, actually, I remember dad pulling up to the school my first day. And as we are pulling up, he said, um, oh, your mother and I got a divorce yesterday. And I just completely shattered and, and just crying. And, and I just felt like a bit of a fool, like because I had this happy life one day and the next day it had all fallen to bits. Yeah, yeah. So I remember being very anxious from then because we never knew what was going to happen. After the divorce, your dad was still away a lot working and you were with your mum, but something happened. Yeah, mum, I guess it was um, grade five. She had a friend over and her friend said, you know, your mum's going on a little holiday and she just had a bag and she walked out. So I was just standing there. I was shocked and so alone. Dad was away, he was in Hong Kong, and um, she went to hospital, I think. It was just like waiting till Dad got back. But at that time, I think the custody mainly went to mothers. So Mum must have come out of hospital and then, like, Mum would come and look after us and then Mum would have a breakdown and then she'd go and then Dad would come back and look after us and then he would go. So it was just like that. Um, And unfortunately, my mum ended up in this um, halfway house situated on the way to school from the train station. So 
all the girls will walk past and start saying names to the halfway house people. And my mum was on the veranda. Yeah, and it was really, it was, it was just shocking, terrible thing. Awful. Yeah. So how did you cope with that at such a young age? I've got to be really honest, I don't think I was coping at all. You know, it was grade six and I would go home vomiting and, and I couldn't really focus my studies, you know, like my concentration really got very poor. Mm-hmm. You know, I know the teachers felt sorry for me. But I was always in trouble because I wouldn't pay attention. But then on the other hand, I was good at sport. You know, I'd have the best clothes because my dad had money. And I'd make everyone laugh. But I was inconsolable, really. Did you have any hope? I did know. I mean, backtracking a a little bit at kindergarten, I remember the kinder teacher told us about God and how if we ever lost five cents that he would help us find it. I just thought that... I want to know this God, you know. <laughs> and I remember asking Dad about God and he, Dad did tell me, he sat me on his lap and he told me about this lovely man called Jesus. Yeah, this lovely man called Jesus. I would pray every night to God, please get Mum and Dad, please get Mum and Dad back together, please, please. Yeah, I just beg him. You know, he was the one, the God of the five cents, you know, who would help you find the five cents so he could help you get Mum and Dad back together. And I think I lost faith when those prayers didn't get answered. He wasn't so powerful as I thought, you know, so I was going to have to look for it somewhere else, you know, help. You're listening to Messages of Hope. Today Andy Voigt is bringing you Deborah's story about the grief that comes from broken dreams and how she found hope. High school was a tumultuous time for Deborah. She was asked to leave several schools, but still managed to complete her senior certificate and went on to study drama. She spent her 20s performing on the stage, singing in bands, and even wrote her own shows. It was through music that she met the father of her son, but that relationship didn't last. Still, the dream of a family like she had as a child was never far from her thoughts. She then fell madly in love again and was full of hope for another child, a brother or sister for her son. I will, I can honestly say I remember Valentine's Day when I was pregnant to this man I was really in love with. I'm thinking, this is it. You know, I missed not having that family, you know, when I was little. And so this to me was my chance at having this family. But then, yeah, I, I lost the baby. And basically it all fell apart. Like, so the dream just kind of evaporated. I'd already had a miscarriage before to him, like earlier on in our relationship. But I thought this second miscarriage must mean I was never going to be able to have another child. And that was when I went all cold when I realised that that's what it might mean. That's what I thought it meant. The relationship fell apart. Mm. So where did you look for help? Was was there any support for all the loss you were dealing with? I didn't really probably talk about it much to anyone because no one really knew I. My friends didn't really know. I think I must have said something to my sister-in-law. I don't really see much of my family, but she had had a miscarriage and she'd had a sort of similar thing where I think no one really said anything because it's a miscarriage. It's not stillbirth. It's not the death of a child, it's a miscarriage, which must mean it's kind of nothing. But 
you do have a baby on you, you do have a child who's going to come, you know, so it is a little person. And part of that is the big dream. And for me, it was this utopia of when I was, you know, with mum and dad and yeah. I wish that maybe my mum had been well and been able to say, well, come up and we'll just hang out for a couple of days or something. Yeah, but I didn't have that. Mm. I remember actually fronting up to a friend's place and talking about it. I w and I said, I don't think, so sounds so sad. I said, I've lost this little child and no one seems to care. She just had her arm around me and she said, oh, we care and you can hang out here and with our little family, and <laughs> you know? That was what you really needed? Yeah. That's it. Tea, cups of tea. She had her arm around me. Yeah. Um, but you still found yourself pretty lost for a long time after that. I mean, I had no sense. I'd lost my way. I grabbed anything to numb what had happened. Yeah. Mm. I'd spend all my money on trying to get better through new age, everything, doing anything, doing lots of stuff, trying to find peace and wholeness. I'd go and see this, this new age dude every week and he would slug me for like hundreds of dollars and I'd just give him all my money. Oh. <laughs> and I, I mean, I had no sense. It must have been in that week where I was not going to be able to pay my rent or something that this woman said, would you like to come to church? She didn't have to say one more thing. All she needed to say was, would you like to come to church? And I was like, yes, I'm coming. Yeah, I remember the church. Um, all the girls came around me and I'm sitting there and they were all lovely to me. You know, I, so these women were different. They were kind of nurturing, kind people. Is there one person who really stood out? I remember this girl, Louisa, took me to the pancake parlour. And I remember crying my eyes out. She said, Jesus can fix your life. He can help you. He can make it better. And I was like howling in the pancake parlor going, he can't. No one can help me. And she's going, he can. He can. And I think I held on to that. I could go to God for healing. And he wasn't going to claim me $250 a visit. <laughs> <laughs> But you still struggled with your grief for a few more years, even with that support, yeah? Yeah. I had actually, I'd started going to church, all those things, but I still was inconsolable. So I went to a Christian counsellor and she really started helping me. But um, I was left still with this emptiness inside. And um, I can't tell you that I hear the God speaking to me every day, but one day I just had a revelation that my children are with Jesus and that gave me, that was my comfort. So I did get that comfort and that stopped the yearning, like that terrible yearning. It just stopped it. I still can't hold my little baby here. That brings me grief. But to know that one day I'm going to see him, her, and that they're with God, they're with Jesus, it cuts the pain in half. Despite the fact that that baby's little cheek isn't on my cheek, I will still praise God. And that gives me tremendous strength to go on. Mm. I had healing. 
I had real healing, clarity, not confusion and clouds. is Messages of Hope. If you need encouragement to cope with grief, go to messagesofhope.org.au. You'll find a free booklet called Take Heart in Your Grief. It'll guide you through your grief in a healthy way. You can also order Take Heart in Your Grief by calling us for free on 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. I'm Richard Fox, the pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. I hope you can join us next week for another message of hope, real hope to cope with life's challenges.